This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. And siblings, we have returned. Welcome to uh, uh, this weekend's brand new spanking episode of the PTB Weekend Special. I am your co-host, Scott Griscolo. Joining me, as always, we're both here. We're both, I guess, relatively healthy. That speaks volumes. The doctor, Dr. G, Georgia Blino, is here. The pleasure is all yours. Is here. Is it? Not really. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, so last week, um, uh, we did not have a show because I was sick. Um, I was going to send a tweet and then I forgot. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think, I mean, I tested, so I don't think I had the vid, but it sure felt like the vid, what I had. Um, it was, it was crippling, whatever knocked me out for those couple days, but, uh, I am back. It took a lot out of me. Um, it probably was the vid and the, it was, what did they call it? A false negative or whatever the fuck it is. But you know what? At this point, folks, we just got to live with it. It's, it's, it's an illness like anything else we have in our lives and we've just got to deal with it. So I did. Um, and I have returned and, uh, we have a big show this week because, um, a lot of things are happening around the two promotions we follow, of course, here on the PTB weekend special, we, uh, focus on, of course, the national wrestling Alliance and total nonstop action who used to be together. Isn't that funny? Uh, Dr. G, they used to be together and now they're apart. But we cover them extensively here on the PTB Weekend Special. So we've got two episodes of uh, of Impact um, that we'll we'll discuss. And uh, there really isn't much in the past to discuss in terms of NWA because um, they have spent the last couple of weeks uh, doing power retrospectives. Uh, going back to do to to show past matches and past great moments in power history uh you know dr g it probably wasn't the smartest thing to do uh because uh it reminds us of pre-covid how great power was <laughs> and uh, it really was <laughs> you know um and how not so great uh well i shouldn't say not so great not as exciting but you know okay now I don't know if uh, if uh, Mr. Corrigan will go back to the, to that. I thought that, I mean, we all know power in in the back end of 2019 and the first you know three months of 2020 were really really good. You could say Nick Aldis was a lot of that, and of course Nick Aldis is now the general manager of SmackDown. Um, but things may be on the upswing. And coming up this Tuesday uh, is a brand new episode of uh, Power. Um, 
live on the CW app. Uh, the uh, the shows will no longer be on uh, YouTube. YouTube will no longer have power. It will exclusively be on the CW app. And of course, these first few episodes of Power will be uh, from the Paranoid show that took place down in Fort Lauderdale back in early January. So the first episode will be this coming Tuesday on the CW app. Um, Doctor, what do you think about the change in sight for power? And do you think this will help or hurt um, its exposure? Well, YouTube is open to any, well, I mean, so is CW. You could download, you, you have to download an app. And I guess if you have to download the YouTube app, I guess, to watch it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm indifferent to it, to be honest with you, because I, I thought he was going to, I thought it was actually going to be on a network. Mm-hmm. I still think people have to, not that, uh, you know, I don't know. Because even now, everybody watches television different. It's totally different now. Yeah, depending on what streaming service you have, some people still have cable, some people have satellite. Um, so even if you watch it on a network, I, I guess it's just a matter of, I guess if you have it on a network and you're flipping through stations, somebody may catch it. Whereas on the CW app, you have to actually, you know, download the app and actually go look for it. So, if, if so, I think it. I don't know. <laughs> this is a tough question to answer. I, I, I'm, I'm. I guess I'm just because I'm disappointed in the fact that I thought we were gonna. It was gonna be on a network. I agree. Um, YouTube again. You still have to go look for it. Uh, just like anything else, and same thing for the CW app. So I don't really think you're getting that much of a difference. Do you agree? Well, I mean, I think uh, I think it looks better. I think that just the the optics of being on like a being on a network app as opposed to being on YouTube, I think is better. Is it a network like watching it on TV? No, but I mean, listen, <laughs> CW is getting NXT. Uh, so <laughs> unfortunately, NWA, you, you're not going to win the out on. Yeah, that. I mean, I guess what so, I I I think I think what I meant by you know if it's on a network or something big, small, whatever, you know, sometimes you're bored and you're flipping through stations or you're going through your menu on your TV and you're like, oh, what is this? You know, this NWA. Oh, I used to watch NWA when I was younger. With it, sure, take a look at it. You know, but now. You got to really, NWA has to get out there somehow. Right. Um, to get the name out there for people to to uh, want to watch. And I don't know if there's a, you know, I think you have, I think they have a small core base like ourselves that are into it. But do the average, does the average wrestling fan take the NWA, even care about the NWA? Do they even take it seriously? Um, does the average fan, um, I don't know. 
Uh, I think they did, but I it's it's amazing how many people really liked Nick Aldis, and um, uh, I don't think I think the only person who did not like Trevor Murdoch as champion was Sean Kidd, but I think a lot of people were not happy when he made. Uh, Tyrus champion. It's got nothing to do with being on Fox or any that kind of stuff. I just think people think he's a crappy wrestler, and for the most part, I don't. I think he. I think he is. I don't think he's the best wrestler on the planet, which is why he doesn't anymore. But I think that lost a lot of people. Um, you know, when you have a lot of guys, when you have guys like the Pope and you have guys like Tom Latimer, I think I still think that that turned that turned uh, people off. Now, is EC three an upgrade? A little bit. Is he ideal? Eh. But, you know, I don't know if the NWA is going to collect that guy that they need. Uh, I think what I, I have to be honest with you. If you try to get me into the NWA now, say I started watching it now as compared to 2019, I probably wouldn't watch it. <laughs> Let's so. Let's let's put it that way. So I think what I liked about it and with you, I think you liked about it was it was different at mm-hmm. the time. We were kind of get. I remember 2019 WWE was kind of getting a little stale and, um, you know, uh, you know, AEW was getting started. So there was some excitement for that. So I think that's why people thought, oh, something different, because, you know, again, WWE was getting a little stale. So um, people wanted something different. So I think for us, it was like, wow, this is kind of like old school with a little new school feel to it. I, I do think Dave Lagana made a big difference. Uh, I believe that uh, Dave Marquez even made a difference, believe it or not. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I think he did. And when you go back and you you watch some of that stuff from 2019, um, they in the studio at the time, they had the almost like stadium seating a little bit. So they had maybe like 150 to 200 people. So it was a little louder in the studio. They had the interview, things centered around that desk, like the old 605 show. Right. Um, And, you know, it wasn't just all this either, because all this wasn't on all the time. Uh, You know, at the time they had, you know, who's now LA night, you know, (laughs) Um, you know, Eli Drake at the time. Wow, was he great on the mic. Then you had Aaron Stevens with the whole um, uh, Mongrovia stuff. Yep. It just had a different feel to it. It definitely did. And I think, uh, and I think um, uh, Dave Lagana was a big part of it. And then... He got me tooed. Meanwhile, you didn't hear anything about his situation after that or the woman who accused him. She disappeared off the map. So we don't even know if that was legit or not. But I think once Dave left, because Pat Kenny, Simon Diamond, for those that know him, just is not the answer. It's not the answer. Um, now, I think... They will gain a little bit more of a following now because I think the CW money can help them expand a little bit. Um, Don't get me so, wrong. Um, 
the 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 wrestling itself is very good. I mean, it always is. It's very it very is. rare we see a real bad stinker. I mean, obviously when you know Tyrus was champion or whatever. Um, I think with with the NWA, I think it's just a matter of getting those guys that are more, you know, like I do enjoy watching the Southern Six. I think you got to give them a little more airtime. I do too. Uh, the factions, you know, I think the factions are pretty big. Uncle Garvin Stevens is great on the mic. Uh, he has the right people around him. You know, for a little while, we wanted to see Mims as television champion, you know, start Start pumping him up a little bit. You know the guys who've been with you from the beginning that you're giving a shot to. You, those are your your so quote unquote homegrown talent. You know, mm-hmm. those are the people you want to push, and those are the people you want to take care of because those are the people that have been with you. Right. So yeah, I, that's true. I, I mean, uh, listen. The competition out now, you know, with AEW, WWE, you know, and and TNA, if these people, if these guys have a chance, uh, guys and, and women have a chance to, um, uh, you know, make bigger money somewhere else. I mean, so be it. You know, you can't fault them for that. But he's got to keep turning out talent. You know, keep keep, uh, and I think that's why he's doing the whole territory system thing. Because it right. does give him like a pipeline, sure, a pipeline that he doesn't have to pay all the time. Because those territories, they'll wrestle, they'll wrestle, they'll get their ring work in, even maybe some of their interview work in. Because that's the thing that we sometimes talk about is some of the issues, and at all we see so many injuries too today, and with the big companies is because they're not. Uh, not that they should be wrestling seven days a week like they used to, six or seven days, but they're not getting the in-ring action. So when they get a chance to be on television or to be seen, they're going a little too far, and their body can't handle it, especially the older uh, wrestlers. So, uh, so I think I think you just I I I do like you got to give Billy credit. He is trying to be innovative um, until he has an influx of cash into the into the company because he's putting his own cash in so you got to give him credit on that mm-hmm. if you want it you know we could say a lot of things that might not be nice but in terms of this he is putting his money where his mouth is but he's he's getting innovative okay let's you know the kazana produ- productions joe kazana productions okay mm-hmm. you got some guys and i think even um uh Throw Billy Silas wrestles for him, so he's getting his in-ring action. These guys are getting their in-ring action on the win indies, but now these indie promotions that are part of the NWA, it kind of it's a little branding thing, and it kind of gets the NWA out there, and it also pumps up those local promotions too. So it's kind of a win-win for both. Yeah, you're right. Um, so. We'll see how uh, these, you know, this new, you know, a kind of the next chapter of power is executed um, now that it's on the CW uh, stream. So um, we will uh, take care of uh, we'll, we'll check that out next week when the first ep- new episode of power is uh, uh, comes down. Um, their next show, their next big show is Hot Times 4. 
which uh, will take place um, on March 8th. So it's a uh, Friday night, March 8th in, I think it's in Fort Lauderdale. Now I'm not sure. Um, I wonder if, uh, if there's a, let's see. So here we go. So it's going to take place. Oh, no, no, I know where it is. Oh, it's in, uh, that's right. It's in Miss Smith's backyard. Uh, it is, sorry, it's March 2nd. It is Saturday night, March 2nd at the Dauphin Civic Center in Dauphin, Alabama, which is, uh, is Jennifer Smith's old haunt. Um, it's going to be a, it's not a pay-per-view. It says it's a pay-per-view, but it says it's a pay-per-view. I don't think it is, though. I think it's a CW event. I think we could watch it on the CW. Maybe they'll stream it live. Um, as far as I know, I don't think it's a pay-per-view. But we'll see. I haven't seen it on uh, where to where to buy it. I haven't seen it like on on. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not called Fight TV anymore. Now it's what called Triller Live or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, but on the on the thing, they do have the CW um, uh, logo on the on the you know the right the advertisement. Yeah. So I'm curious what it'll be. It says it's a pay per view, but I have a feeling it's not. Anyway. It's taking place on Saturday night, March 2nd, at the Dauphin Civic Center in Dauphin, Alabama. But what's so, the name of it, though? You got to say you didn't say it. I did say it. I said it before. You're probably uh, guzzling your coffee. No. Your 11 o'clock coffee. you didn't say it like you normally say it. Well, I kind of did, but I'll do it again. Hard times! There you uh, go. Four. It's the fourth one. So, anyway. Um, we'll get more. We'll we'll dive deep into NWA. Incidentally, on a side note, um, tonight, as we're recording Saturday night, EC3 is actually defending uh the ten pounds, the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, down in Virginia against my good friend the Boar. We have not gotten word yet on the result, but I would love. To see a massive indie upset go down, down in Virginia this evening. So if you're listening to this on Sunday morning, uh, last night, maybe it pops up while we're recording. If not, we'll definitely talk about it next week. But yes, EC3 is defending the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship tonight in the Virginia area, somewhere in Virginia, against the Boar. Do you know what uh, company it's for? Um, no, <laughs> I forgot what promotion. Um, let me, let me, let me take a look. Not Kazana's promotion. No, I don't, no, I don't think so. Um, war is war. It is VCW pro wrestling. And it's EC3 against the boar. Um, at the Norfolk Masonic Temple <laughs> in Norfolk. VCW Pro Wrestling. That's what it is for tonight. Come on, Boar! Boy, how awesome would that be? Virginia Championship Wrestling. Yep. 
All right, let's uh, let's turn uh, the tide and talk a little TNA. Uh, I have loved these first few Impact episodes that they taped uh, in Vegas uh, the night after uh, Hard to Kill. Their next big show is coming up on Friday night, February 23rd, from the Alario Center in West Wego, Louisiana. No Surrender is their next big show. That is a TNA Plus special. So that one, if you have TNA Plus, it's included. The next pay-per-view you'll have to, the next show you'll have to buy will be uh, Rebellion, which is, I think, in April. That's the next pay-per-view. Then after that, you'll get two months off. It's pretty much like pay-per-view, two months, pay-per-view, two months, pay-per-view, two months, pay-per-view, two months. It's, it's kind of how it is. Yep. You, you get you get a TNA Plus show in February, TNA Plus show in March, which will be Sacrifice. I think that's up in Ontario. Then April will be Rebellion. That'll be a pay-per-view. Then a show in May, a show in June. And then Slammiversary in July will, of course, be a pay-per-view. Then Freebie in August, Freebie in September. And then, of course, October will be uh, Bound for Glory. And then freebie, freebie, and then back to hard to kill. That's kind of how they do it. So you get you get uh, four pay per views and eight TNA plus specials. So not bad. Still, you're still making out. Um, it does, and, and by incidentally, the pay per views do hit TNA plus eventually. I don't know if it's sixty days or thirty days. I don't know, but they do hit the they do hit the TNA plus stream. You know, the archive eventually. So you can you you don't have to pay for them to watch them. You'll just have to wait like a month. In fact, it may be up. It probably will be up uh, next weekend. That would be about thirty days. So, um, so we we went over the first episode, but of course, uh, due to my me being ill last week, we did not do last week. So, um, because last last week's impact was actually pretty uh pretty memorable. Um, uh, Chris Bay defeated uh, Kevin Knight. Kevin Knight's like one of their like real working kind of guys that, you know, puts guys over. Uh, Dirty Dango and Oleg Prudis, the former Vladimir Kozlov, defeated Damian Drake and Dan- Dante King. And uh, um, the storyline was Dirty Dango barely worked. He was hanging around and making Oleg Prudis do all the work, so he'll eventually probably turn babyface. Uh, one of the big highlight matches, Doctor, of that um show was the rematch for Trinity taking on Jordan Grace for the TNA Knockouts World Title. Of course, Jordan Grace beat Trinity for the title at Hard to Kill. This is her rematch clause. It was a great match in 11:45 and uh Jordan Grace retained the title. Yes, which is not shocking. No, not at all because <laughs> 2 days later Trinity Rebecame Naomi and is back in WWE. She was at uh, the Royal Rumble, as was Jordan Grace. Yes, the TNA Knockouts World Champion was one of the thirty participants in the uh, Royal Rumble. That was kind of wild. That is. I thought it was delusional from the meds, but I was not. It what was is that actually, like a deal they have with the WWE? Yes, they do. I guess they do. 
pretty cool. Anime, and they did I not say. Did they announce her as the TNA? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They said, oh, my God, it's Jordan Grace. She's the TNA Knockouts World Champion. They totally respected her. This was not like uh, when Ricky Steamboat came back in 1991. <laughs> it wasn't like one of those. They totally gave her respect. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, but, of course, Trinity's gone. That was, that was her farewell match. Uh, a guy that made his debut uh, in TNA, although he, he made his debut at Hard to Kill and then cut a promo the first episode of Impact, but Nick Nemeth, the former Dolph Ziggler, um, he uh, defeated Zachary Wentz, one half of the Rascals, and then was attacked by Steve Macklin, although he ended up giving Macklin the, I don't think they call it the zigzag, I don't know, I forgot what it's called now, but I'll remember that. So I have a feeling that is going to be Mr. Nemeth's first feud, is with uh, the <laughs> Mr. Perrazzo, as, uh, as Sean Kidd calls him. MK Ultra, the former Knockouts Tag Team Champions, defeated Danny Luna and Jody Threat. And then in the main event, a luscious six-man tag, The System. That's the heel team. That's the heel stable there. Brian Myers, Eddie Edwards, and our TNA world champion, Moose, lost to the Motor City Machine Guns, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Former TNA world champion, Alex Shelley. Current TNA X Division champion, Chris Sabin. And yes, my guy, KO, the other KO, Kazuchika Okada. Um, great match in 2139. Uh, I highly recommend watching it. Um, um, I believe uh, TNA's uh, YouTube channel has the match as a standalone, if you'd like to watch it. It was pretty great. Okada, of course, is not staying in TNA. He's just obviously doing the match for the match. Um, he is a free agent, and obviously he has one of two places to go. We are keeping tabs on that here at PTB throughout all of our shows, all of our networks, and all of our brands to see where Mr. Okada ends up. So a great show uh, two weeks ago. Why don't we shoot ahead and get to this week's, because this week's was just as uh, just as good. From... Uh, this past Thursday, February first, also for they're actually back in uh, they're back in Florida. This was taped down at the uh, they were in Kissimmee at Osceola Heritage Park, so they're back in their regular haunt now, um, doing their regular shows. Nick Nemeth opened the show with a another win. He beat the other half of the Rascals, uh, Trey Miguel, and then again got attacked by Steve Macklin. Although this time he stayed down in a non-title match. DK, your TNA knockout champions, Havoc and Rosemary, defeated Millimore and Savannah Thorne, and then got uh, in the face of MK Ultra, who, of course, they took the belts from. Brian Myers defeated Kevin Knight in a pretty solid mid-card match. PCO beat Diener. Yep, PCO still kicking. Masha Slamovic yes. defeated Jody Threat. And in the first of the best two out of three series... The Grizzled Young Vets defeated your TNA World Tag Team Champions, ABC, in 1539 in a great first match. So the Grizzled Young Vets, James Drake and Zach Gibson, I love those guys. They, of course, were in, were in uh, NXT. They lead one match to none. Also in this episode, 
Alex Shelley got in the system's face, particularly got in Moose's face, and announced that he was executing his rematch clause, and it will be on Friday night, February 23rd, at No Surrender in uh, Louisiana. In, uh, what town did I say it was again? West Wego. So that's one match. The other match that was announced for No Surrender... Jordan Grace will defend the Knockouts World Title against Giselle Shaw, who won the, uh, what do you call it, the Ultimate X match at Hard to Kill. So two two title ma- two matches set for the show right now, both two of their bigger titles, the World Title and the Knockouts World Title. So there is your uh, episode of Impact from this past Thursday, um, February first. Uh, Doctor, what are your thoughts on Nick Nemeth? how he's looked so far in TNA. And do you think they'll play the long game with him? Or do you think they're just going to like give him the world title within the next couple months? Or do you think that that's not a good optic and he should kind of, no, I think they should, they should work the long game with him. Um, You know, he adds a lot of credibility because of his status coming from the WWE. Uh, You know, it would be nice to see him. He almost needs kind of like a, Fresh coat of paint, kind of like Christian needed when Christian left to go over there uh, right. to TNA. So I think this will be good for him, um, and he seems to be happier. Uh, you know, uh, I think he he's like reinvigorated uh, in TNA. So I think you're going to see some good stuff from him. And he's always a great worker, so um, you're never going to have a problem with that. Um. It should be interesting to see how they book him. But I think, I don't know if if, if it's smart to just throw a championship on somebody anymore. I, I kind of like the whole long game. I mean, that's what they're doing with Cody Rhodes and WWE, and I think it's working. Well, <laughs> that's more like, an, that's, that's more like a, a mega long game. Um, that, of course, was the big thing that happened this past Friday on SmackDown. It sounds like. Cody will not be ending the story in Philadelphia. Um, I'm yeah, not. I don't. Happy. I'm not happy about that. Um, um, I think they've panicked because Punk got hurt. We could we could pivot here. Um, right. Anyway, of course, next week we will uh, recap uh, the next episode of Impact, which you could see on Access TV every Thursday. You could watch it on TNA Plus, or if you want to pay a dollar, uh, you can go to TNA's YouTube channel and they stream it. They stream it live, and they obviously it's you know saved. So that's what I do. It's kind of easier for me to watch it because uh, I sometimes watch the work and things are quiet. I usually throw it out of my ear, and it's easier to watch it off YouTube than it is off the, the TNA app. So or TNA Plus uh, stream. Um, yeah. So of course the big thing that happened out of the Rumble besides Cody winning it is that Punk uh, CM Punk tore a uh, tricep. He's out for probably till May. So he's out of WrestleMania. And then it turns out WWE is panicking. And uh, Friday night, The Rock uh, came out. Cody apparently told Roman Reigns, I am going to cash in on you, just not at WrestleMania, which is weird since I thought that's what Royal Rumble wins are for. But then again, in 2009, uh, 2008, uh, John Cena used his Rumble win at No Way Out. So I guess you could use a Rumble win anywhere you fucking want, apparently. 
Um, They've been waiting for this Rock Roman Reigns, and now that Rock is part of the company now, I I don't I think that th- they were doing this all along. To be honest with you, I don't think. No, I, I don't. don't think so. I, no, I don't think so. I think they they want to get the they want to get the story over with and have Roman win, and have Roman lose to to Cody, but they're panicked because well they're panicked for a lot of reasons. But um, I don't I think, think so. I what think are they panicking bad... for? The, the 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 shows are sold out. Well, they were sold out in September when we had no matches. So, and they're not technically sold out. You could buy tickets on the secondary market, but I uh, it was the most disliked segment apparently, according to uh, whatever, however you vote it. I don't think people want to see Rock and Roman. I don't. Not at the expense of Cody. No, I I, I agree with you. It's I, making I do, it's. It's not. It's making me not want to watch it. That when I saw Rock uh, signing on and you know being part of the board, I, I I knew he was going to be at WrestleMania. Like you just just knew that was happening. I I have a bad feeling. Uh, I don't say bad feeling. We'll we'll talk about this now. We have a few minutes because you don't you don't you don't get to really mention talk about it on the main event. We'll get more into it on this coming week's episode of the main event. Um, WWE I think is in for a a very long transition both creatively and executively i have a feeling that ari rama ari rama manual i do that every time makes steve willie laugh uh ari Emanuel is going to really look deep and hard into every executive that had their fingerprint on whatever slop vince mcmahon was was dealing with apparently he you know, he signed all these NDAs behind WWE's back using their money, which is why their fourth quarter earnings were kind of a mess because they had to re-revise them. Um, and I think anybody who had even the slightest fingerprint on what Vince was doing and did nothing about it will be gone. And I think that, and sadly... I think that includes Triple H. Um, it could. I'm not saying it will. He may get a slap on the wrist. But you've seen Larnitis, who's now, of course, throwing Vince under the bus. Uh, um, Bucktooth fuckface there. Kevin Dunn's gone. Apparently, uh, Brian Gerwitz is coming back. Well, yeah, he's Rock's guy who's one of who everybody else hates. <laughs> so everybody hated him in the 2010s. Um, so I have a feeling rock was brought in there because something big is going to go down and rock is now going to become the face of the company. Um, yeah, they, they probably brought him in there uh, because To be like, you're right, to be like an ambassador and a face. I mean, he's not going to be a talent all the time. No. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if they're bringing Brian, I mean, Triple H could be in trouble. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know, because it seems like, you know what, his wife got out of there. Steph got out of there real quick, so she she must have known, you know, she must have been mortified with how her father was being. And we know Shane 
had issues with his dad. Yep. So I don't know. But I mean, is Bruce Pritchard next to go? You know, Bruce was close with Vince. Mm-hmm. Now I, I know now Bruce has only been back for about four years, three, four years. So I don't know. Well, most you know, of the stuff, stuff happened in the last most of the stuff that Vince did was in the last two years. Well, three years, I guess. Well, he did other stuff too before that, but yes. I don't know. It's making me enjoy TNA and other promotions better. I'm, I'm, I'm as a as a wrestler as a WWE fan since 1983. I am feeling very disillusioned with the whole thing. It's making me nauseous, to be honest with you. And it's it's sad. It's sad because this is what happens when people get too much power and think that their shit doesn't stink and they think that they're above everything. And this is what happens because it's a shame because, you know, we have what we, you know, what everybody, as much as he gets a lot of criticism wrestling. I mean, do, if you, would you have thought 30, 40 years ago or anybody that's wrestling, ever thought that wrestling be where it's at right now? Right. You know, and, and listen, it's because of one person that had a vision. I'm not saying he did everything because obviously he had to have people help him, but it's because of Vince McMahon and you can't really erase that part of it. But in terms of the type of person he is, and, and, and listen, this is nothing. He's admitted in interviews that he's cheated on his wife and all that. Like, I mean, I don't understand the whole business arrangement thing. Like, it's almost making Linda look bad at this point. Like, okay, why don't you just divorce the guy and get it over with now? Screw the the money. You know, I take him for all his money then or something. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it doesn't look good for her either. Um, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad to see a family that ran a family business that that business meant everything in the world to that whole family. And see what it's what it, what it probably is. I can't even imagine what it's like behind the scenes. Oh, it's probably ugly. You know, there's grandkids involved. There's, you know, it's sad. It's it's a sad, it's a sad thing. It really is. And now, get other people. You know, you you, you want to be a part of that. You know, look at look at Brock Lesnar. And listen. You got to wait for everything to happen, too. I don't want to totally convict everybody yet until, you know, the, the total truth comes out. Obviously, there seems to be pretty good substantiated evidence. So, I mean, I'm, right. but I'm not saying that none of this is true. I'm just saying that you just got to wait to see who's really involved. But that stuff's going to be coming out. It's going to be coming out within the coming months. Unfortunately, it's not going to go away right away. But, yes, I think Rock, I think because they knew this was all going down and they brought him in. L- listen, they got heads up on a lot of this stuff. This is not nothing new to the company. No. Um, I, I, I think uh, even though I think originally it was supposed to be Cody, but I, I think the rock thing's been in the works for a little while. I think, I don't think there was no, I don't think it had nothing to do with CM Punk and, and panicking. I really don't. They may be panicking over, over the last few months because of the event stuff. But it's not. It has nothing to do with the CM Punk stuff. I I think this was the plan. Okay, I don't agree with you. I don't think it was. 
I think I think they were going to wait for Rock Roman till SummerSlam or next year Mania. No, I think it was supposed to be Seth. It was supposed to be Seth, Seth Punk, and Cody Roman. Those were the two title matches. I think Rock was not was not on this show. I think he injected himself. No, I into think it. originally four, five, six months ago. Yes, I agree with you. But I think when shit behind the scenes started happening, and that's why they brought Rock in. Rock's a good. Good PR guy. Yeah, but Cody won the Rumble after Rock came in. Why would you have Cody win the Rumble then? That makes no fucking sense. Might as well just had him. Might as well just had. So they could say he's going to get that title shot. This way they have the built-in. But they want the title shot at Mania. Nobody feels like. What you're not understanding, G, is nobody feels like waiting anymore. No one wants to see Roman and Rock. They want to see Roman and Cody. They want the story finished. I'm not disagreeing with you in your theory. What I'm saying is you're making it sound like it's really it was what was best for the I show. I think they want uh, Rock on the show because it's a, a again, it's a story in the press to keep to keep it away from the Vince stuff. Well, because he's he's a mainstream star. I mean, Cody I, is a, a sure. wrestling superstar, but he's not a mainstream star. True. But I don't think fans care. But um, they're not they're But the thing is, is they're not just catering to just to the to the. Die-hard die fans, I think. And this is why. This is why I think. This is why I think. Uh, sometimes fans dip this time of year because WrestleMania is booked for the for the casual fan, and I think uh, I think that hurts the fan base. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants their best, their favorite show of the year being booked so somebody could watch for two months and then stop watching the next night. It's kind of like the NFL thinking that Taylor Swift fans are going to become NFL football fans. Now the good sign is, I mean, look look at the positive side. That means that people really do care about Cody, and they do want to see him win the championship. Well, and so I mean, that's a good sign too. The fact that because you know, I think people were worried. Okay, is the Cody um, stuff going to you know everybody's got you know um, everybody's always moving on to the next thing. They you know short short term memory so. Like was was that you know is it going to be anticlimactic? So you know maybe maybe put another another um um obstacle in his way, and maybe when he really wins it, it'll really be even bigger than it is if it was at WrestleMania. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think WrestleMania is the best place to do it, but I guess at this point you got to wait for SummerSlam. I can't see them doing it on a small pay per view, could you? No, what? Where else are you going to do it? When you got when you got two shows this year in other countries, well, three because of so now will he beat Hogan if it goes to SummerSlam. No, no, he's got a while to go before he would be. He would have to, I think, hold it for like another year and a half if he was going to beat Hogan. I thought it was pretty. But at this won- point, I think people are done. I don't think they give a fuck anymore. They were fine. He won at what in twenty nineteen though, didn't he? Uh, September of twenty twenty. Or no, October 2020, he won the Universal title. And then they merged it with the other belt at WrestleMania in Dallas. Right now, it's at, I guess, let me look it up. Let's see. Right now, it's, uh, yeah, it's currently held by Roman. Let me go to the, let's see. 
Um, Hulk Hogan's fourteen seventy four. Hogan's fourteen seventy four, and Roman is at um well this says six seventy two, but oh because he's universal champion it merged. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Um He's twelve fifty two. Well, I I don't I don't think they had any plans on him breaking Hogan's record. But the company's kind of a fucking mess right now. And this is not a good time of the year to be a mess. Um I just think it's a bad I think it's just a bad precedent to have Cody have to wait around even longer. Well, they're going to have to really put in some more obstacles and they're going to really have to do some people are <laughs> this this fucking ride. This Roman matches are becoming are becoming so wash, rinse, repeat now, though. Like how many more Roman matches can you stick out there where you know he's going to win? It's getting old. <laughs> I started to feel it slightly for the first time when I was in Detroit for SummerSlam last year. And I watched that Jey Uso match, and I'm like, wow, this is, it, it was not, it was starting to slide. Let's put it that way. And I think people are just, they're done. I think they just want Roman to win. They want Cody to win so we can start having, like, different matches and different things. And um, It's funny because, you know, Roman really turned it around because people really wanted did not want him even to become champion. Remember that at that time? Well, people, that's because he's now he's then, awesome now. Now but, he became a, a great heel. Now people are getting bored of him. <laughs> well, you can only do it for so long. And he, the, the worst thing they did was merge the two belts at WrestleMania two years ago in, in Dallas. That was, that was the dumb thing. Because now you're stuck. But I I just, I don't know. I'm just very disillusioned right now. It's just, it nauseates me what has happened now and what the future of this company could be. What's going to happen. Um, it's, it's uh, you know, listen, it's just wrestling. More important things in life. But that's why I think uh, the renaissance of a, of a promotion like TNA um, could be great for wrestling. I don't even care about AEW anymore. They got their own. Well, they're just going to be there. They're never going to be number one. Even if WWE goes out of business, they'll be they'll just be number two. Well, WWE is not going to go out of business. First off, no. Um, second of all, um, having another big company like AEW, if if Tony could get his head out of his ass and not make the Eric Bischoff mistakes, um. That means that you have a chance to get some good um, talent from WWE. Because the thing is, after a while, when things, you know how things go after a year and nobody's yep. talking about it anymore. Sure. They don't, and they don't, he doesn't have stockholders. The problem is with WWE, with Endeavor and um, 
TKO, they're they're uh they're they're private, you know, they're um publicly funded. So sure. totally they they the, the, you know if if people are down about things, the stock's gonna go down and you know that's not a good thing. Whereas Tony owns the company himself, so it's kind of like what Vince used to do when he, he didn't have, you know, a board and all that, and he wanted to bring people. It didn't matter. Yeah, you may get a little bit bad press there for a little while, but then after a while, you know, people forget, and they move on. Now, it depends. I mean, he's not going to sign, <laughs> like, Vince McMahon's going to go work for Tony Khan. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not going to happen. Um, but people that may have had, like, on the outside perimeter, okay, uh, Brock Lesnar a couple of years down the line because he received, you know, uh, a, a text or whatever right. of stuff. But if he didn't do anything physically to anybody or didn't uh, listen, whatever, he's still that morally, that's totally wrong what he did or, you know, if that's totally true. But that's what I'm saying is, is that it's just it's it's just because this is not what we should be talking about, especially in WrestleMania season. You know, yep. We should be talking about the matches. <laughs> yep. We should be talking about. It's unfortunate. Um, it's um, there are some disgusting people out there, and unfortunately, it was somebody that you know that, as wrestling fans, people I think at times always had a love hate, but they respected because of what he did for the industry. But you know. Unfortunately, he ruined his reputation forever, forever, because he's so weird because now, he had such an ego that, you know, that Mr. McMahon character is true to life. Yep. I'm watching uh, one of my chrono watches. I'm in the summer of 2002 and and, you know, hit, hit the whole you know that he loved having these roles where he could on TV fondle the the Stacy Keeblers and the Tory Wilsons and get away with it because oh it's my character but you know that he wanted to do it to all of them in real life and it's just now, now I look back it's just I can't watch it it just makes me physically ill <laughs> I can't watch it when I watch an episode of Raw or Smackdown from that era from that time I, I literally skip over the Vince segments the ones backstage not the ones on like when he's out doing an actual storyline thing but when he's backstage and he's groping I just can't I skip it I fast forward it Makes me sick. <laughs> no, you're right. Anyway, uh, there's our show. Uh, we wanted to give you a nice meaty one this week since we were we we my uh, being under the weather precluded us from doing one last week. Um, so we hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow us on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. Of course, uh, we have a bunch of great shows. Uh, we had great shows this past week. I hope you've enjoyed the new format of uh, the Place B podcast. JR and I are having a lot of fun with it. Um, and all the new shows and all the great shows. I want to thank my guy, Luke Jennings. The guy's a machine. Um, he, of course, does the uh, Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast every Saturday morning. He does his alternate shows on Mondays, Monday Night Project and Hamburg All-Stars. And he's got a new monthly show. Uh, the next episode is this coming Wednesday. It's called Puriso Passion. He does old school all Japan. Uh, he, the guy's an animal and I, he's fantastic. And I, uh, check out his stuff. It's pretty great. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Um, oh, before we go, uh, we do have to, uh, pay tribute and homage 
to one of Dr. G's and my favorite actors of all time, one of my favorite characters of all time, um, who left us this past week. And that is, of course, the master of disaster, the Count of Monte Fisto, <laughs> the great Apollo Creed. Carl Weathers passed away this past Friday at the age of 76. Um, some of you know him. That was him, a shocker. That, that, one, that one took me by surprise. It did. Well, I mean, he was in all these FanDuel commercials with Gronk for the that stupid kick of destiny or whatever that, you know, the field goal thing he's doing at the Super Bowl. Of course, to me, he'll be Apollo Creed. He will be in Mando. Uh, he, of course, was in Predator. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Girl at work goes, wasn't he in Happy Gilmore? Like, you're the only person I know that ever first, when they first, when they think of Carl Weathers, the first thing they think of is Happy Gilmore. But he was. But, sorry, he will always be the Count of Monte Fisto. And he was in the heat of the night, too. And he was in the heat of the night at the end. Yeah, he replaced uh, Henry Rollins. Yep. So, that's a heartbreak. You will be missed, Carl Weathers. You are Action Jackson. Oh, my God, what a great movie. With Vanity and Heel Craig T. Nelson. Movie's awesome. Um, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Dr. G and I yeah. last night watched the first two Rockies. They're so damn good. The fight. I, I, I could watch Rocky anytime. The 15th round of their second fight at the end of Rocky 2. That should be every round of every boxing match in the history of ever. Just standing there. Just throwing bombs at each other. Not a lot of hugging. Bombs. Of course, he was in the next two. He was in Rocky 3. And, of course, Apollo died in Rocky 4. Rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Yes. Left us at the age of 76 this past Friday. Have a good week, everybody. Uh, enjoy all the thousands of hours of Super Bowl coverage. Not that Dr. G and I really care. We'll be back next Sunday morning, Super Bowl morning, with a new episode. We'll check out this first uh, this first episode of the new era of power, and of course, uh, the uh, new episode uh, this coming Thursday of Impact. And we'll see if the boar is the new champion. God, I hope. So. <laughs> uh, thank God. Have a good week, everybody. We'll talk to you next Sunday. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao. Wrestling has more than one royal family.